Hello everyone and welcome back to the bonus content series of Reasons for Recovery. So you might have noticed last week I did not post a podcast episode and I sincerely apologize for that. Um, sorry for the uh, you know the delay in that episode. Uh, we just had some technical difficulties and I was not able uh, to post it last week as planned. But whenever I get around to posting that episode whenever everything gets situated then that episode will come out eventually Uh, but for now I don't have that episode for you guys so we're just gonna move on and stay on schedule just like we had planned but that episode uh, that I was supposed to post uh, last week was actually the ending of uh, my first bonus content series and this week we are now moving on to the second and final Um, bonus content series uh, that I have for this podcast. So as you know, the first series was just a list of uh, five episodes, or in this case, it's just going to be four episodes for right now, um, of me interviewing certain people uh, in my life and getting their perspective of what it's like to have um, a person in their life with an eating disorder. But now we are done with that uh, series and we're going to move on to the final series, which is going to be some brief story times uh, from either uh, pre-recovery, during recovery, post-recovery, things that I experienced uh, during my journey with an eating disorder um, that have really stuck out with me over the years and have really helped me gain more knowledge on how to succeed in my recovery and it's just like a story time that um has helped me further my progress and has um just stuck with me through all these years and um I just wanted to kind of like share the story time and what I really learned and how it's really helped me progress in my recovery journey. I know a lot of you guys have liked my story times that I did in the past on my podcast, so I wanted to make a whole series out of it, and just like I said also in the past, this series is going to be five episodes long, all of them are going to be audio-based only, um, and they're only going to be about 10 to 15 minutes each, uh, just like the last series was. So yeah, we can go ahead and go on and just get started with the very first story time episode. So there is one story in particular that still stands out to me to this day um, that really just helps me remember how far I've come in my eating disorder journey. And it really helps me put my mind into into the perspective of how bad I had gotten. Because, you know, sometimes when you are in your recovery, you think you're just doing so, so bad. But then, you know, you look back on what your life was like before recovery and you were like, oh my gosh, I'm glad I don't act like this anymore. I'm glad I don't do that anymore. And I've learned so much from that point. And this specific story really helps me remember that whenever I'm feeling really bad in my recovery journey and like I'm doing absolutely crappy I think back to the story uh and to this event that happened and it helps me remember like wow I'm so glad I don't do that anymore I like I would never do that again and here I am you know in my recovery journey um doing way better than that 
And speaking of my recovery journey, just a quick side note, I actually celebrated uh, three years of eating disorder recovery yesterday um, on February 24th, so that is a very big moment. I'm very, very proud that I've gotten this far, and it's definitely, this is definitely a good story to tell in regards to my eating disorder recovery and looking back on things that I used to do that I don't do anymore because now that I'm three years into recovery, I could never see myself doing this exact situation ever again. Um, but that's besides the point. I just wanted to put that out there that I had my recovery anniversary yesterday and it was amazing. Um, I'm very, very proud of myself that I've made it this far, and if you don't think you can do it, trust me, I thought the exact same thing when I started recovery. I didn't think I could do it, and I'm here now, three years later, completely recovered physically, and, you know, still working on my journey with, um, you know, a healthy mindset with food, and it, it all works out in the end, and I'm very glad that things worked out the way that they did, and so... Um, yeah, just wanted to put that out there. Um, if you are thinking about starting your recovery journey, I, like I said, I didn't think three years ago that I would be where I am today, and here we are. So, anything is possible. But anyways, going on to the story. Um, so this took place, um, let's see, it was probably, it was early 2020. Um, I know that for sure, because the last, like, two to three months of my life living with an eating disorder, um, you know, without recovery or anything, uh, before I sought help. Um, the last two to three months uh, before I was ever admitted into any sort of, like, health professional's care, um, I was just very, very extremely, like, bad off. Like, I, of course, having an eating disorder, it it does the worst in you, but this specific time period, like two to three months before I got help, it was the absolute worst. I did things that I would never see myself doing again, which is what I'm going to talk about in this episode. Um, I said things that should never have been said. I acted like a different person that was not me whatsoever. Like, I just did so many different things that weren't like me at all in these last two to three months um, before I got um, professional help. Like, it got extremely bad, um, and I was at my absolute worst in my eating disorder. So, this story in particular really stands out to me. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm pretty sure it was very early 2020, I got help uh, at the very end of February of 2020, uh, February 24th, like I said, with my recovery anniversary. Um, and I remember, like, I had a job at the time that was very strenuous and overworked me terribly. Um, I would never recommend this job to anybody else, um, which I don't know if I've ever said where I worked during this time. I think I probably did in, like, episode two of my podcast, but... That's besides the point. Just know that it was a job that really strenuously overworked somebody who was not healthy at all. Um, so after work, I would work from like 5 a.m. until almost like 1 p.m. during the day. Like my entire day was wasted on just this one job. And um, when I got out of that job, I would, you know, try to find a place to eat lunch. And of course, with uh, my eating disorder, 
usually that lunch would be something extremely small and not beneficial to my health whatsoever. Or if I did have a good lunch, it's because I either skipped breakfast or my dinner was going to be extremely small. Because as you guys know, if you have been following since the very beginning, usually I would allow myself to eat one like decent meal a day and then everything else would be like very small, minuscule, like nothing to it whatsoever. And I guess this was a day that I allowed myself to eat like a big meal during lunch or what I had considered it to be a big meal. Um, So basically there's this pizza place that is in the city that I live in for college and um, it's called Hungry Howie's. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it was like my favorite pizza place Um, and it still is actually, if I'm being honest. Um, But back then, you know, I was absolutely terrified of bread. I hated bread. Uh, The thought of bread, it terrified me. Uh, That was probably like my number one fear food and my very first fear food I ever developed because I went through like the keto diet and everything and that's what really jump-started my fear foods and stuff. Um, So I was absolutely terrified of bread and every time that I had allowed myself to eat pizza it would be like a cauliflower crust or some sort of crust that wasn't like bread. Um, And Hungry Howie's in particular had this pizza crust that was a gluten-free pizza crust which looking back on it I don't know how I convinced myself to eat that. Because, you know, it's still bread. It's just gluten-free bread. Um, Like, it still had carbs and everything in it. So I don't know how I was able to really allow myself to do this. But um, I thought, you know, if it's not real bread, then it's not bread. So I would would convince myself that gluten-free bread was okay to eat. um, Because it wasn't actual bread. So they had this gluten-free pizza crust that's amazing. um, Still is amazing to me uh, to this day. So I would go there and I would get a gluten-free pizza and, you know, I would put like very bare minimum of toppings on it. And if anything, it'd just be like veggies and that's it. Um, And that was like in the past. But this very moment um, in early 2020 that I'm thinking of in particular, after I had gotten off work, I ordered online a pizza that had the gluten-free crust and then... (laughs) then I put no sauce because sauce has calories. So I said no sauce, no cheese, and just veggies and feta cheese crumbles as the topping. So put yourself in the perspective of the pizza man that saw this order and (laughs) absolutely was probably baffled at it. Um, You know, who orders a pizza that's just toasted bread with toppings and no cheese no sauce nothing it if I remember correctly it was just like the feta cheese crumbles that they have on their menu and like a bunch of peppers and that was it that's all I ordered because I was so terrified that cheese was going to be way too many calories sauce was going to be way too many calories so I took it off and it was so embarrassing because As I had pulled up to the pizza place, I actually got a call from the person that was working there and they were like, hey, um, we got a pizza that has no cheese and no sauce on it. And I was just making sure like you meant to put that. And in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredibly embarrassing. But, you know, on the phone, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I meant to put that. I meant, I totally meant to say no sauce and no cheese, like a lunatic. Um, But, like, looking back on it, 
like, that's just so embarrassing to think about. Like, I actually had the audacity to order a, a pizza without, like, the biggest ingredients in it that was essentially just, like, a salad <laughs> on a piece of bread. Um, it, it's just crazy to look at now and think that I actually did that. Um, but like I said, this story really sticks out to me to this day because it helps me remember that I would never do that again. Like I would literally never find myself ordering a pizza and not having the biggest ingredients like on it, like no sauce, no cheese. Like I could never do that to this day. I, I would never be able to actually make myself order a pizza without anything on it. Um, but that just helps me remember like how low I had gotten in my eating disorder, but now how much I've strengthened from it and how I would never do that again. Um, and it just helps me remember, you know, I've really like improved and progressed a lot, especially over this three years. And it's uh, a way to help you remember that you can too. You know, I was at a lowest point in my life ordering nonsense on my pizza and now I'm able to eat a pizza with literally anything on it and if you think that you're at that point where you can't even do that trust me give yourself some time in your recovery and you'll be able to do that too but yeah that is the first story time I have for you guys um I wanted to make it like kind of a funny story but also like something that really sticks out and helps you remember, you know, your progress and recovery. Um, and I think this story does it best and it's a great way to start this new series. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys learned something from this. Um, I definitely learned something over the course of these three years of how that's a terrible way to order pizza. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just helps you remember, you know, your, your eating disorder can make you do some stupid things, but with recovery, you'll look back and realize, wow, I've come so far. I've, I've done so many things to progress in my life since then. Um, it's great to know that. Um, so yeah, um, thank you all for listening. Um, if you need to reach out to me for anything, my Instagram handle and my emails in the description, you can DM me or email me. And if you would like to go ahead and seek some professional help, if you feel like you're ready to start recovery, there's some hotlines in the description that you can call. Or uh, there's some supplemental websites down in the description as well um, if you'd like to read some more information on starting your journey through recovery uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for you guys. I will see you all next week. Thank you all for listening. And remember to stay safe and healthy. I always forget to say my last line um, since I'm not doing the podcast anymore. But yeah, remember to stay safe and healthy.